0: welcome to the unapologetic standard podcast where i speak freely about how i've unlocked my most authentic and unapologetic self through my own spirituality and personal development journey my name's hannah and i'll be here guiding other women on how to step into their own power finding their voice and living their most authentic life now let's go be unapologetic Hello, everybody. Thank you for tuning back in to this week of The Unapologetic Standard. My name is Hannah. If you haven't listened before, thanks for being here. And we're just going to dive right in. So last week, I took the week off of my emails that I typically send out weekly, and I took a week off of the podcast. So the reason I wanted to take that week off One, for obvious reasons, it was the holidays and I wanted to spend some undivided time with my family and make sure I was fully present for that. But some of the other reasons were I really wanted to have some centered time to focus on reflecting on the past year and creating this content for you all. So I've put together some journal prompts for you all that I'm going to share with you today and that will help you do your own 2021 reflection. And I'll also be sharing my own reflections on the past year with you. Maybe um, some of you guys will be able to resonate with some of what I'm sharing and we can share in that together. So I'll start off with my own reflection um, and then we'll get into it. So I really wanted to start this off by um, I wanted to look at who I was at the start of 2021, looking at what types of habits I had, any patterns I was stuck in at the time, just really who I was fully embodying at that time. So at the start of 2021, I was kind of feeling like I was both in a rut yet trying to dig my way out of it at the same time. Um, I was definitely in the middle Of repeating an old pattern and I think part of me knew it part of me was in denial about it it was about halfway through the year in 2020 where I decided to leave my job and go to cosmetology school this was something that I had been interested in since I was 16 and I was feeling really just stuck and anxious and misaligned at the job I was at. I knew it wasn't for me, but it was paying my bills and I thought I was taking this big leap, right? So I left my job and um, signed myself up for cosmetology school and it all happened really fast, but I thought I was making it a big yes for myself. And if I knew how to listen to the feelings and the intuition at the time, I would have been able to stop myself from this, but I let this like shiny object syndrome really trick me into thinking this was a yes when it was uh, just a next step in my path really. So I was in the middle of that. Um, I had mixed feelings and I know my mental health was not where I wanted it to be. It was improving because I left the job that wasn't fully centered and aligned with me. But I wasn't out of that pit yet. I kind of just shifted the focus of where the anxiety was coming from, really. So it gave me like this temporary relief. And I was experiencing all of those emotions at this time, this exact time about a year ago. And looking back, I know I had a lot of habits and, um, old patterns that I was stuck in and kept repeating. This is a big focus for me currently still. Um, cause you know, it takes a long time to rewrite your patterns. So I was trying to break out of these patterns with my career choices and finding what was meant for me. Um, I knew that it was my dream to work for myself, but I didn't really know what, Method I was going to do that in, what my modalities were going to be, or my platforms. I didn't even really know my message at the time. So I was going through all of that, and I was quickly discovering throughout pursuing this degree that I had no intentions of stepping into a career that was aligned with this afterwards. I knew it wasn't something that fulfilled me or lit me up, I knew it wasn't a good fit for. Just who I am as a person and how I function day in and day out. And I was really sitting with all of that. I spent my time with most of the same people that I spent my time with now. Um, although there have been a few difficult changes in my relationships since then. I have lost a friendship since this time. And I have developed a handful of new ones. I was also going through a lot with my family relationships at the time and was feeling a lot of pain and sadness around some struggles that were going on with boundaries in my family and our growth as a family. So really basically to summarize, it was a rough time for me and I I just desperately needed some change in the right direction. Not this time I had been seeing my therapist for a year already. And I was doing part of the work, but I was still seeing struggles, like I said, with these patterns that repeated themselves. So I needed to do more work basically. And I think I both wasn't opened up to that idea yet and maybe wasn't interested in spending more time on the work because it's hard as F. So yeah, it was just a weird place that I was in at this time. I knew I was like in the process of healing, but was also kind of avoidant of part of it as well. So who I consider myself to be now, it's crazy what can happen in a year, you guys. like, So I realized how much I had been avoiding and I decided to go for it. So there's been a lot of change in myself in the last year of I had to, you know, truly reflect on myself, give my own opinion on myself. I do think I'm a, a very different person than I used to be, right? So I still have a lot of patterns that I'm working on breaking, but the difference is I recognize them now. I'm a lot more self-aware. And not only do I recognize them, but I have a like a whole toolbox of methods that I can access to help me work on these things. I'm so much more not only self-aware, but just aware in general of the resources I have and how to utilize them to help myself out here. I think there's been both positive and negative change in the last year. And when I say negative, I don't necessarily mean I think I'm in a bad place because I don't think that at all but more so constructive things that I want to keep working on, which really I think is a good thing because when you're going through a healing journey or a growth journey or a spiritual journey, whatever it may be, there is not a finish line, right? If you get to a point and you're like, right, perfect. There's nothing left. I'm an A++ plus human. Then you're probably closing your eyes to something because nobody achieves that, right? You know, we're not God. So we always want to be improving and striving to improve while also finding this fine balance between contentness and happiness with who we are on the inside, right? So that's the real goal. It's not negative change per se, but just things I want to continue to work on. So a lot of this positive change was changed relationships in my life, things that I chose to change to protect my own energy and be able to focus on my real goals ahead in bettering myself. These negative or constructive changes, things that I'd like to keep working on in 2022 is I've noticed a lot of room for improvement in my personal boundaries. So things that um, basically like promises I keep to myself. I've had a lot of work and experience over the last couple of years in external boundaries boundaries I set with other people but I need to do more work on my personal boundaries at home being more diligent about deciding how I'm going to spend my time throughout the day and penciling in you know like self-care time and I like I really want to focus on my screen time this year so the negative where air quotes negative change from the past year is um After I started working from home more, I noticed myself falling into a lot more TV time and that becoming my number one unwind thing. And then quickly noticing that this doesn't actually help me refuel. And so I'm I am like 50% introverted, 50% extroverted on my 16 personalities, if you guys have ever done that. So I always have this interesting balance of needing to spend some of my time with people, but also half the time I really don't want to. So I need to spend this time at home, right? But it needs to be something that actually refills my cup and gives me more energy, right? So sitting on the couch and watching TV is not doing that for me. It does help me unwind just in a state of like literally I'm laying on my back on the couch, like relaxing, (laughs) but I need to be pouring into myself a little bit more. So I am setting like a personal boundary with myself about my screen time and how I'm going to be spending my free time. So it's more productive in a restful sense. So those are just some examples of that for me, where I'd really like to be at the end of 2022 I mean, I just want to keep going. I feel like I feel a lot of really positive and powerful momentum behind me at this point. And I am not willing to look back right now. So I want to just keep going. I am hoping to build up a high-earning business for myself in the coaching, wellness, betterment community. And I want to grow into the most lovable version of myself to myself. Um, I plan to do a lot of inner child work over the next year in healing a lot of my generational trauma. I think, um, I've got some big T traumas in my life and, you know, I've got a lot of little ones too. And I've spent so much time focusing on healing my big ones that I neglected a lot of my small ones. So I want to do a lot of work on loving my inner child and reframing her subconscious beliefs. Um, And as I work through that more, I'd be happy to share about it all in the podcast. If any of you are new to what inner child work is, um, we can get into that another time. But I want to do these things really just to fully heal and continue on my self-love journey my growth journey. And I really want to keep sharing it with everybody because as I've been doing this, I've been learning how many people haven't heard some of this information before or don't have access to it. So that's really been fueling me to keep moving forward. So that is where I want to be at the end of 2022. I don't want to keep spending time with people who Don't respect my peace and my flow and really want to be aligned in my relationships. It's a really big one for me. So this next one talks about our wins. So I've kind of been doing that already, but I've also been talking about things I want to work on. But um, I really wanted to identify some of my biggest wins or achievements in the past year it's important for us to give ourselves a pat on the back, you know? So I think some of my biggest wins were standing up to the challenges I faced and listening to my intuition. That's a big one. Like learning how to listen to my intuition so I can make the best decisions for myself. And then some obvious ones for me would be, I started my newsletter this year. I started my podcast this year. I've started taking coaching clients. And I have my New Year New Glow Challenge launching in a week. So I have really ramped up here, especially towards the end of the year. Um, I've spent more than half the year doing my own participating in coaching programs and investing in myself, um, as well as my therapy and the, my own work that I do in my personal time, but all of these things helped propel me forward and helped me make these really giant leaps. So I think that's really like the biggest thing for me is just these massive leaps I've made in 2021, and coming from a place at the beginning of the year where I felt so dreadful and stuck and. Finally saying yes to myself and pursuing my passions and goals, that just has to be the ultimate win for me this year. My really big challenges of the year, though, one, in changing the relationships I mentioned earlier, um, I did have to make a big shift in a friendship in my life. And it's the hardest thing I've ever done probably. In 2020, I practiced setting some really challenging boundaries with my family. I thought that was the hardest thing I did, but that has started to pay off. Um, You know, because I still have a relationship with these people and it's been slow and steady, but that is something that this past year has brought me was a painful improvement in those areas, but I've made the decision to leave behind relationships and friendships before. I mean, anybody who's ever broken up with somebody or moved away from somebody and not stayed in touch, like a lot of people have done this, but it came from a different place for me this time where I had to make a conscious decision to stop being close with somebody because of too much trauma that I wasn't healed from, and it was preventing me from healing. Um, That was one of my biggest challenges this year, and it was really painful. But I talked about this in one of my first episodes, um, how when I did this, a lot of positive relationships came out of it, and it was like this process of realignment for me, where losing something that I cared about a lot but I had the ability to say and the courage to say, this isn't serving me anymore. It strengthened a lot of other relationships for me. Um, So alignment was really the big lesson in that, as well as the major challenge of me deciding to leave my cosmetology program and, and pursue what I'm doing right now. And again, the lesson in that was alignment and choosing myself because So many rewards have been given to me um, from God and from the universe since doing that. So I really, I responded to these challenges that hit me with these moments of meditation and discernment and learning to sit in the silence and listen to myself. And then by responding by full-bodied yeses. And like I said, the rewards have been massive. I think from that what i'm carrying into 2021 with me would be this message of alignment and it's something that i want to share with you all throughout my journey and how i reach everybody here because it's been my biggest lesson by far is learning to choose what's for you and learning to listen to your own intuition but not just that, but learning to shut off everybody else's opinions, you know, like some people have seen this quote floating around on social media, like, um, it goes, don't take advice from anybody who's never been where you've been or who's never been where you're going. And that's kind of turned into my mantra for the last year, honestly, unknowingly with that's what it was. And that's what I want to carry into 2021 with me is learning to shut off everybody else's nonsense noise because if they don't know anything about your journey and they don't really know you know you and I'll say nobody knows you as well as you know yourself then they can't give you the most heart-centered advice only you can do that it's your heart it's your body only you know it only you know it fully and that is a whole part of learning to listen to your intuition and get in alignment so i'm really carrying that into 2022 with me and what i want to leave behind are just old patterns self-doubt comparison and leaning on that trusting in myself piece you also have to look at the types of changes you're going to make in order to do that because we have to hold ourselves accountable right So you can't just say, I'm going to stop doing this this year. And then it gets better. You know, you need to put a pen to the paper. You need to sit with yourself. You need to teach yourself a little bit or parent yourself a little bit and figure out what changes you're actually going to make in order to make this an action. What do you want to leave behind? How am I going to do it? So with all of that, those are my reflections on 2021. It's been the most abundant year so far of my life. You know, I, I quit a program. I took to three other programs. I got married. I started my business. I got to travel this year. I have my first clients. Just an absolute year of abundance, but also a year of challenges and a lot of growth. So I'll share with you the journal prompts that you can all take with you this next week. And I want you guys to use it to do your own reflection on the past year for yourselves and also use it to prompt some goal setting for yourself. So I'll repeat those prompts for you now that I used on myself. The first journal prompt for reflection and goal setting going into the new year is who were you one year ago? What were your habits, challenges, and routines? Who did you spend time with and how did you spend your days? The next one is who are you now? Has there been change? If yes, where is it positive or negative slash constructive? If no, where do you want to see change? And even if yes, where do you want to continue to see change? Who do you want to be at the end of twenty twenty two? This is a letter exercise. Write a letter to this person. What are your hopes and dreams for her? What does she do every day? Who does she spend her time with? What are her values and routines? Looking back on 2021, what have you done or achieved? Nothing is too small here. Celebrate your growth and your wins. What were your challenges of 2021? How did you respond to them? What have you learned in 2021 that you will carry into the new year with you? And what do you want to leave behind? What changes will you make in order to do so? As you journal on these Utilize your responses to set your intentions and goals for the new year. Be sure not to look elsewhere when you're setting your goals. You need to be sure they're coming from within you to make the most aligned intentions, rather than coming from outside pressure and societal norms, right? So an example of this that I used in my email this week is, um, let's say you're setting the goal of reading more. And this could look a few different ways. Now, coming from outside pressure could be like, I want to set the goal of reading more because all of my friends are really big readers. And I want to get it on this club. I feel like I'm missing out. I want to see what all the hype is. I've never really been a big reader, but I'm going to do it because everybody else is doing it. I've done this before. I'm sure a lot of people have done this before. And then what that could look like instead is coming from a place of alignment and center could be, I want to read more because I like the way I feel when I take quiet time by myself to sit and just read the words off of a page. It's really good for me to unwind. I like how I feel when I do it. I'm going to read more. Or you could just say, I'm not going to focus on reading more because that's not actually a value of mine. I have other ways I like to relax and unwind. And then you move on to the next goal. We see this a lot with people setting goals for health, fitness, nutrition, right? We compare ourselves to unrealistic photos and expectations. And we're like posting that picture on our mood board. And we're like, I'm going to work out more this year because I want to look like her. I mean, motivate yourself however you want to motivate yourself, but it needs to come from a healthy, heart-centered place because it's really just going to set you up for more success. So as you're doing these and using them to set your goals for the new year, just make sure you're really being honest with yourself, being open. You know, Leave it all on the pages when you're journaling or meditate with it if you need to afterwards to really decide, is this a value of mine? And does it make sense for me? That's not the same thing as, is this achievable? Because you also want to be allowing yourself to dream big, but does it make sense for me? Is this an actual value of mine or not? Because if you're kind of forcing it because you think it's this thing that you should want or you need to want, or you have to do to get, you know, you have to do A to get B without going through the process of realizing there might be five different A's to get B, you know? different things are for different people. This is going to help prevent you from failing and burning out on these goals right away and setting ones where you can actually come from a place of not motivation, but discipline, which is going to overpower motivation because motivation just doesn't exist that often, right? It's, it's kind of a fake concept. So making sure you're coming from a place of your values is really going to propel you forward and help you discover what your why is every time you feel stuck or, like I said, unmotivated. It'll help you access your discipline here. Thank you, everybody, who took the time to listen to this episode of The Unapologetic Standard today. I hope that I was able to give off an energy of abundance and joy and just clarity going into your new year. And I want to announce a giveaway that I'm going to be doing. I am going to be giving away free one-on-one coaching calls to the first three people who rate and review my podcast. You can do this on Spotify or Apple, doesn't matter, but the offer is for one session. So we'll do a Zoom together where you'll have access to my guidance and coaching for one hour. So here's how to play. Take a screenshot of your rating and review both before and after you publish it, DM it to me on Instagram for your chance to win. And the first three people who I get this from will win this one hour coaching session. All right, everybody. Thanks so much for being here today. This has been the Unapologetic Standard.